Today on The Girl Defined Show, we are unpacking the top 10 questions that you must ask in your romantic dating relationship. I have talked to so many couples who are dating, even right now, and they're like, I'm like, have you asked this question? Have you asked that question? Have you guys talked about this? And they're like, no, I've never thought about that. Or, whoa, that would be a really good question to ask. That would really help provide a lot of clarity in this dating relationship. And so we want to share with you the top 10 best questions to ask right now in your dating relationship. And if you're not dating and you think you'll be dating someday, then stick around because these questions are going to be so helpful for you. In fact, we created a guide that actually has 136 questions to ask in a romantic relationship. And to date, it is by far our most popular download here at Girl Defined. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you how you can get it for free. 136 questions. And we pulled from that guide the top 10 must-ask questions questions in a Christian dating relationship. This is going to be so helpful. I I hope that this provides so much clarity and direction because as you're dating, you need to be able to answer the question eventually, do I want to marry this person or should we break up? And asking these top 10 questions will help you get answers to that question. This guide has been around for like a few years now, this 136 questions to ask in a relationship. And y'all, what's really funny is that I I actually remember working on this guide when I was single or right before Dave and I started dating or right when, somewhere right around the time that Dave expressed his interest to me, Bethany, and this was what we've been married almost four years now. So this was a while ago. And I remember texting like a bunch of my friends, single friends, dating friends, like, hey, what questions do you think we, you know should be asked in a dating relationship? And I remember everyone, like guys and girls were sending in their ideas. I was doing a bunch of research. So I pulled questions from websites like Desiring God and um, just other sources that were like, hey, you should ask these questions. And the list initially was 130 questions. And then after <laughs> Dave and I worked through it, so we ended up working through, I'm like, okay, by the way, I created this list of 130 questions <laughs> if you want to date me, you know, buckle up because I got some questions for you. He was very gracious and we worked through the entire list. I think that he's still recovering because, you know, I kind of spurred it on him. But then we got to the end and I was like, I think we need six more. Like there were some really important ones. So the last six in this guide are... They are intense because I was like, you know what? If you're seriously dating, seriously considering the possibility of marriage, you got to talk about these things. Oh, yeah. Um, So you can actually get it for free at... (gasps) No, no. wait till the end. (laughs) Oh, you got to listen to this episode to get that freebie. No, no, no. We are not giving it to you right now. (laughs) But okay, like Kristen said, so we were like, okay, we can't discuss 136 questions on this episode or it would be like, you know, the 24-hour podcast. But we went through and we pulled, okay, if you're in a serious dating relationship, these are questions probably not... I would say these aren't questions you should ask on maybe like the first, some of them are good for like the first few dates, but some of them are a little bit more serious. So if you're like, okay, this is a person like I actually am serious about getting to know, like we're not just like grabbing dinner and, you know, seeing if we even like each other. You're like, yeah, we've actually kind of expressed interest in one another. We're definitely pursuing a more intentional relationship. Um, These questions are like amazing. And you may start to squirm a little. You may be like, I do not want to talk about that. I do not. Like, well, then what the heck are you doing even dating? You know, like, aren't you supposed to be getting to know this guy? You know, so get over your squirms. Like, it's time to to pull the big girl panties up and ask the hard questions. Uh, But if you need, like, a guide. Like if you're like, okay, I, I know you're going to give me the freebie, but I just need some help understanding like love and dating and romance and the purpose for relationships. And I just need like a really good biblical picture of romance. 
Girlfriend, we have got you covered. I do not know if you have read our book, Love to Find, Embracing God's Vision for Lasting Love and Satisfying Relationships, because if you haven't, this book is amazing. Like everyone who is single or dating, this is a must read. I am serious. It has discussion questions and and guide that you can work through at the end. It has a bunch of additional questions that you can ask in a dating relationship. It tells you like literally, okay, from start to finish, if the guy expresses interest, then what? You know, it gives you a picture of what is love? What is marriage? What is God's design for all of that? How to navigate, you know, sexual boundaries and purity and all of those hard and difficult Mm -hmm. topics. Ten ten red flags (gasps) to look for in a dating relationship. Like, how do you know if you should break up? How do you go through a breakup? Yeah. You have got to grab a copy. Like, this book is amazing. Like, single or dating, Mm -hmm. this book is for you. So go on to Amazon or go on to our website, girldefined.com. Grab a copy of Love to Find because it will literally change your perspective of dating. It will change your perspective of romance. And you want to read this before you say yes to that man? So hurry up and grab a copy of your dating. Like, hurry, hurry, hurry. One of the questions that I remember asking so often during my dating relationship with Zach, which is now over 11, we've been married for 11 years. So we were dating like over 12 years ago. And I remember constantly like wondering, like, how do I know if he's the one, right? Like, how do I know? Like, when will I know? And wondering that, and I wish I had had love to find because the chapter that I ended up writing called, how do I know if he's the one came from my own journey. And then the journey of so many other Christians that I've talk to you, looking in scripture and realizing that the whole point of dating really should be to get to an end destination. Our modern culture, uh, our hookup culture, where it's just dating endlessly for fun, for pleasure, there's no end goal, there's no end purpose. Um, That's not what we see in scripture. When we look in scripture, we see romantic relationships attached to a greater purpose, and that greater purpose ultimately is marriage. Well, that's not the end destination, though. The end destination is not marriage. I'm saying that romantic relationship is attached to a greater purpose of discovering discovering, yes. discovering that's the word if marriage is the end goal for you right and the way you discover that is by getting to know the heart of the other person and as Zach and I got to know each other we really we didn't have this list of questions I wish I had this free download we had other questions we pulled from online other premarital stuff that we were working through books and resources so I know I should have worked just could a you bit have harder. just written that 10 years sooner <laughs> <laughs> and so for us what really helped us in our dating relationship to discover if we wanted to marry one another was asking really, really good questions. Because as you ask good questions, it reveals things about the heart of the other person. Um, And if they don't want to answer a question, that also is revealing, right? Like, you know, I'm not comfortable talking about that or like, okay, tell me more. Tell me why. What's happened? Like, there's so much insight. And I think so often we can just get stuck in, you know, we're just having fun. It's just, we're just taking time. Like, we're just getting to know each other. And it can be months and months and months without actually getting to heart probing questions. And you're like, yeah, I have a lot of fun with this person, but I don't really know their heart on so many important things. And so realistically, I don't know if I could spend the rest of my life with this person, if I could commit the rest of my life to this person in marriage, because I don't actually really know them. Or worse, you move forward and get married without asking a lot of important questions. And then down the road, they come out, these things come out and you're like, I I wish I had known this, you know, five years ago. So we want to spare you that. And for Zach and I, as we asked good questions, we both came to the point where we were able to answer, how do we know if the other person is the one? Well, we knew because we got to know the heart of the other. We were on a journey of exploration, of learning praying, seeking counsel. And in time, it became clear that, yeah, I wanted to commit the rest of my life to this godly man that I I was getting to know his heart and same him for me. And so the top 10 questions that we're going to be sharing today are just a starting point. It's like the tip of the iceberg. It's not 
all the things that you need to ask. It's not even, you know, it, it, we, we picked an order from number one to number 10. So they are somewhat in an order. Um, but when you download the guide that we'll tell you about at the end of this episode, it's really nice because we have it broken into categories. And so it's not just like 136 questions all in a row. It's like different categories from like spiritual life, relationship with God, um, hobbies, interests, future, struggles, different categories. And you can choose however you want, whether it's a few questions from each category to work through or all categories at one time. Um, But it's just a really great resource that you can use over time, not all in one date, over several months to get to know the heart of this other person. So ultimately, like we talk about in Love Defined, you can confidently answer that question of, yes, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person or no, I do not. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's jump in. Top 10 questions to ask in a dating relationship. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Okay, so question number one. Bum, 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 bum. Would you call yourself a Christian? And follow-up question, what does this mean to you? Because if you just start with that, which a lot of us do stop, so we go, would you call yourself a Christian? And he's like, yes, I would. The Lord is my God. And you're like, wow. Oh. He says it just like <laughs> Whatever. That. He says something that just makes you feel like, wow, he really loves the Lord. And you're like, okay, you know, all falling in love with him. But does he like have a genuine relationship with God? So what does this mean to you? I think really is probing you to to ask him like, and to, for him to have to unpack what does this actually mean? Because a lot of Christians are well, some are Christian in name only, like, yeah, I go to church, or yeah, I I, I know who Jesus is, he's the man, you know, and you're like, okay. Um, so you really need to unpack what's at the heart, what does it mean, like, what, what does being a Christian mean? What does this practically look like? So that's question number one, would you call yourself a Christian? What does this mean to you? But don't stop there, listen to his answer. Yeah. As he's talking, have those big listening ears, and and, you know, listen, like, as he's saying, okay, yeah, I go to, you know, I, I go to church. Okay, oh, interesting. What church do you go to? You know, so you're following up. One question isn't just one question. It's a launching pad for you to get to know him and dig right. deeper. So as you write these questions down, I want you to think, what are some follow-up questions I could ask? How could I be listening to take this deeper? Um, Don't be shy. You know, don't be awkward about it. Like, be confident. Like, yeah, you know, you don't have to say, we will now sit down and I have questions for you. Just bring it up in, you know, natural conversation like oh by the way I was thinking like you know would you call yourself a Christian and if so like what does that mean to you can you unpack that I'm just curious you could even say like you know maybe expand like oh that's really interesting I'd love to hear your testimony you know Mm -hmm. maybe sometime we could exchange stories and and exchange testimonies so I'm just giving you an idea as Kristen and I share these 10 questions with you these are just starting places like Kristen said this is just the tip of the iceberg these are 10 awesome questions but you've got to be responsible to take it deeper to take it to that next step to think through what are follow-up questions how could I get to know him deeper? How could I get to the heart? So start with this first question, because if he's like, no, I'm actually not a Christian, or, uh, you know, he has no answer, like, what does it mean to me? I mean, God is good. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, some red flags. Like, it doesn't sound like he really has much of a genuine relationship with the Lord. It sounds maybe like this is in name only. Okay, this, maybe I need to rethink this, you know? So Mm -hmm. this is to help you discern, is this someone I want to continue to get to know? Yeah, that is a really great starting place. And if you're in a position right now listening to where you can write these 10 questions down, um, I would encourage you, pull up a note on your phone and write them down. Number one, write that first question down. Bethany just asked, would you call yourself a Christian? What does this mean to you? And if you're the kind of person where you might feel, you're like, I don't even know how to get into this. You know, Bethany gave some great answers, but I'm not so good with words. I'm kind of a shy person. I don't know how to bring this up. You know what? 
I've told many girls, like, it's okay to tell the guy, hey, I have a few questions that are important to me that I love to ask you sometime. And you can literally pull up your phone and say, yeah, so the first question I'm curious about is this. And you can read it off too. Like, it doesn't have to be just like so natural, like you thought of it from your brain. Okay, and this goes right along with that. (laughs) That's honestly, when Dave and I went out on our first date, I still have the note on my phone. And I told him, like, I have some questions and thoughts because we were good friends. And I was like, I'm just going to be straight up and honest with you. And if this scares you away, I'm sorry. Right? Literally, first date, I pulled up my phone and I had thoughts and questions I wanted to share with him. Literally, over dinner, romantic dinner, first date. And you know, we ended up getting married. If a guy is scared (laughs) away by your questions, if he's scared away by your presentation or because you have a note on your phone, forget him. Like, who cares? You know, like, you're not going to scare a godly guy away. He's going to appreciate the attentionality. He's going to appreciate your heart and see what you're trying to do. And if he doesn't, like, good riddance, you know, he can have some other girl. (laughs) Yeah. So don't be shy about this. Be bold. You will not regret it in the end. Okay. Question number two, how would you describe the gospel? Very plain and simple, but so incredibly important. It piggybacks obviously on question one, would you call yourself a Christian? Because if he says yes to the first question and describes something that sounds really great, really biblical, awesome. I mean, he may be a wonderful, godly, genuine Christian, But when you take it deeper with this second question, how would you describe the gospel? It really gets into the nuance of his understanding of Jesus and the cross and redemption and sin and forgiveness. Because if he just says something that's kind of fluffy, like, oh, you know, Jesus is good and, you know, he died for all. And you're like, yeah, okay, tell me more. And he's like, yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. Yeah, God is good. Like, Okay, does he really understand the gospel? Does he view himself as a sinner, desperately in need of a savior, unable to save himself? No amount of works, no amount of good deeds could ever get him to heaven. Does he view Jesus Christ as the one and only way to heaven as the savior that he needs, as the only way to find forgiveness from his sins? Um, What is his view of that? Um, I think asking this question, how would you describe the gospel, will be so revealing. It will reveal what he thinks about Jesus, the cross, all the things I just said, um, as well as where he's getting his theology from. I think how what he says will inform you of who his teachers are, what he's reading in scripture, if he's even reading scripture, if he's familiar with anything in scripture. So much of this will come out and it will be a great way for you to just get to know his heart. Because if he doesn't fully understand the gospel, then that is going to impact everything in his life. You know, if he says he's a Christian but doesn't understand the gospel, then is he really a Christian, right? Like, can we be saved and not really understand the gospel? Um, Because the gospel is the truth that saves us, that truth about Jesus Christ dying for sinners being the only way. So this is such an important question. And, you know, don't just don't just let it slide with like a little simple answer, but really probe, really dig, um, because this is something that's going to be hugely impactful about his entire life, his entire faith, his entire view of God, Jesus, and the scriptures. Question number three. I'm so excited. Like the fact that some of you are going to seriously take these and jump Mm -hmm. into these questions. Like, watch out, men. We've got some seriously godly women coming out with the questions. (laughs) Question number three. What do you understand to be God's purposes and priorities for the church? Now, you can see how these are building on each other. Mm -hmm. First, you're figuring out, okay, is he a Christian? What's his understanding of the gospel? And now, what's his perspective on church? What does he understand to be God's purposes and priorities for the church? This question reveals a lot. It helps you to it helps you to figure out like, okay, 
Does he have like a basic understanding of the New Testament? And we're not saying he has to be like a theologian, you know, but just on a very basic level, does he even understand like, okay, God designed the church. It's not a man-made institution. It's not a, just a building, you know, like the people are God's church and he put them together for a purpose to learn and to grow and to serve and to love one another and to build that community. Does he see the value in that? What is the priority of church in his life? Um, you know, does he just show up on Sunday mornings? Is he involved? So really dig into that, share your church experiences, you know, ask him, did you grow up going to church? What did that look for you? Like, did you like that? Did you not like that? What denomination of church did you go to? What church do you go to now? Um, you know, if he says, yeah, yeah, I I have a church, and ask him, are you a member? Are you involved? Um, you know, are you, do you go weekly? Um, do, you know, if it's just a pop in on the holiday sort of thing, that's going to be revealing too. So this question and maybe it's one you actually need to consider. You know, maybe these questions are ones you're thinking, there's no way I can ask because I don't even know what I think about these. And you know what? That's okay. I encourage you, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, if these questions are blowing your mind and you're like, whoa, girlfriend, like you are way too serious. Like maybe it's time for you to take these 10 questions and say, yes, these are important in a dating relationship, but I need to reflect on these first. And I would encourage you, no matter what, if you're single or dating, for you to take the time to actually make sure you have answers for these. And if you don't, find a mentor, find a godly woman that you can discuss these with, because these are crucial not only for him to have answers for, but for you to have answers for as well. So question number three, what do you understand to be God's purposes and priorities for the church? This really builds on the last two weeks, so we encourage you to ask these in order so that you can build and really get to know his heart. And this next one, number four, builds, of course, right on top of that. We're building a great foundation here. Number four, how important is it to be a part of a small group or accountability group? So if they're, if he's involved in church, if that is something that's happening, that gives you a lot of insight, like, okay, he values church. He sees the body of Christ as something important to be a part of. Um, but is he actually doing more than just showing up on Sunday? Maybe he is really consistent, but does he have any accountability? Does he see Galatians 6, bear one another's burdens that call for Christians to walk linked arms side by side as the body of Christ function? individually, but a part of a whole for the greater purpose, for our good and God's ultimate glory, right? And a part of that accountability in a small group or a Bible study with guys or accountability group where they're, they're not just talking about, you know, like a verse and like, yeah, that was encouraging to me. Cool. See you next week. But like actually talking about sin, talking about struggles, praying for one another, confessing sin to one another. Is he a part of that? Is that something that is important to him? If he's not, is it something he wants to be a part of? Is he seeking to take steps to be a part of a group like that? I am telling you, just from personal experience, being involved in a small group in my church where it is a life on life, there is real confession, there is real sharing, praying for one another, sharing the hardest parts, the sin, um, the accountability that comes with it. It has been life-changing for me and so encouraging for me to walk with other believers in such a personal, intimate way. I feel like I'm seeing the body of Christ and experiencing it in ways I never have. And I want that for every Christian. I want that for you. Um, and I want that for the person that you're dating. So this is such an important question, again, for you to evaluate for your own own heart. Like, am I pursuing that? Am I plugged into the body? Am I receiving accountability? Um, and is this guy that I'm dating? And if not, do we have a heart for it? Because I know we're all in different places. If it's not happening, but you're just now realizing, I see the importance and the value of this. I want to pursue this. Awesome. Do it. Take steps tomorrow. Like, Take action. Um, and same for the guy. If he's not, does he have a heart for it? Is he willing and to intentionally pursue it and then actually take those steps? Question number five, 
what role does God's word play in making decisions for you? Again, like I said, these are questions you need to reflect on first. So don't just, you know, write them down on the note and hold it out to him and be like, yes, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, girl, you need to look at these yourself, you know, Um, but really make sure that you have an answer as well. And if you're feeling convicted, like, yeah, this that's great. You know, you need to grow in these as well. But what role does God's word play in making decisions for you? Does he just, you know, like he's like, hmm, should I take this job? Cool. Okay, I think I'll take it. Does he, you know, does he seek God's word for guidance? Is he prayerful? Does he go to God's word and see, oh, wow, seeking wisdom from others like I see in Proverbs. That's a good idea. Let me, let me consult, consult some godly men about this. You know, God's word isn't going to be like a play-by-play, step-by-step, like move here, do this, marry her. But it gives us wisdom. It gives us guidance. It gives us direction on how we should live, on how to trust the Lord, on how to seek wisdom, on how to, um, you know, not fret about our future. That's all a part of God's word, and it helps us to wisely make decisions. The principles in God's word, the wisdom in Proverbs really help guide us. So if God's word is just something that he opens up on Sundays, but not something that is a part of his decision-making process, not something that is a part of shaping and molding his mind and heart. That's going to be something you're going to want to consider because God's word, you know, God literally left it with us as a guide to help us to know how to live, to help us to know how to live for him, to help us to know what the purpose of life even is. I mean, it is such an incredible blessing in our life that we have God's word and you need to know is this a priority in his life or not? Because, you know, hopefully the man you marry, God's word will be a priority in his life and it will impact and shape your family and future generations. Question number six, have you ever had to deal with a broken relationship? What did it look like and why did it end? I've been through a really hard breakup. Bethany's been through a really hard breakup, multiple really hard breakups, and a lot of us have. Maybe you have. Maybe the guy you're dating has, but you won't know unless you ask the question. And knowing what kind of broken relationship he's been through, what it looked like, why it ended, that will give you a lot of insight about his past, about his history, about what's happened in his life. You know, why did it end? Was it something he did? Was it something she did? Was was it just really unhealthy? Were there red flags? Or was it a really healthy relationship? And they both just throughout the journey determined that they were not the ones for each other, right? They were not the ones that wanted to spend the rest of their lives with one another, but there was nothing problematic per se in the relationship. So asking that question, if he's ever had to deal with a broken relationship and what did it look like getting, you know, you don't need every single detail, but getting information, gaining information will help you understand more about who he is, right? Because he's he's a, pack, a person that comes with a lot of different dynamics, a lot of history, a lot of past, a lot of things that have shaped him. And so even learning about his past and his history and how things were handled um, will help inform you on who the person he is today and his character and the way he handles things, the way he takes things to the Lord. Did he seek counsel and help? Did he just try to go after it alone? Is he bitter because of the breakup? It, are, you know, Has he healed? Like All of those kind of questions you can lean into, you can ask his follow-ups as you're discerning kind of where he's at, what happened in asking this really important question. Question number seven, what do you view as the purpose of dating? Let me explain this one because you might be like, okay, well, um, he's dating me. He likes me. Like, that's the purpose. <laughs> I have seen relationships where there is no goal in mind and where they're, you know, the dating is happening for years on end. And it's like, what is, what is going on? You know, Kristen and I both, and we have talked to many other 
very godly wise people who who have all agreed in this area saying the purpose of a relationship is to figure out if you want to spend the rest of your life with this person and we need to figure out as quickly and as wisely as possible if this is where we want to go. So, um, you know, that's why we're such a fan of asking these questions. And in our book, Love Defined, Embracing God's Vision for Lasting Love and Satisfying Relationships, we really walk you through this process. We really take you through A to Z of what it can look like when you start a relationship to the point of getting married or to the point of breaking up. So if you want to see this um, really broken down, definitely grab a copy of Love Defined. Go to our website, girldefined.com. That book is going to be your best friend in a dating relationship. And if you're single, even better. If you can read this book before you get into a dating relationship, girl, that's going to be awesome. But you want to know what is his purpose there? What is his intention? If he's just there like, oh, I just like you. I want to get to know you. Like, is that what you're up for? Do you just want to be in a relationship just for the heck of it, just for fun? Hopefully not. The purpose of a dating relationship isn't just to hook up, isn't just to hang out. The purpose of a dating relationship should be to get to know him and to see if he is the one you want to spend the rest of your life with. And if at any point you discover red flags or reasons why you wouldn't want to spend the rest of your life with him, then break it up. No need to extend this on. But if you have been in a relationship for years on end and he is not willing to commit, if he is not willing to um, you know, take it to the next step. That's a red flag in my opinion. Um, I, I really, really encourage you to get, you know, get him to state his intentions. And if he's not that intentional, then, you know, it might be, it might be time to consider moving on. Okay. Question number eight. Is there anything in your past or present that I would be surprised by if I found out about it? This is a very open-ended, kind of vague, but pointed question all in one because it's really giving you the chance to ask this question, this kind of open-ended, open-door question for him to be able to share anything that comes to mind, anything that the Lord brings to mind. And this can be really helpful because if there is something and it comes to his mind when you ask this question and he hesitates, he doesn't want to share it. I mean, that can be re- really revealing if he says, oh, no, no, there's nothing. And then later on, you do find out something that can also tell you about his integrity. If he's a man of honesty, transparency, openness, truthfulness, um, you know, hopefully he will say, actually, you know, if there is something, yeah, there is something. And this is something that happened. And, you know, I was planning on eventually sharing it with you. But since you asked right now, I'm an open book. I want to be transparent. Here's what here's what has happened. Um, You know, I don't want you to be surprised by it. So I'm just going to tell you now. This just gives him the opportunity to share anything that the Lord might be convicting him about um, and bring it into the light sooner rather than later. Again, this might not be first date kind of question. Some of the first few I think would be great on a first date, but you know, a little bit more into it. I think this could be a really great one, again, to give you that opportunity for him to have that open door to share anything earlier on in the relationship um, that doesn't come out as a really big shock or surprise later on. Question number nine, we're getting close to the end here and hopefully your brains aren't blown. (laughs) Question number nine, have you struggled with pornography at any point in your life, including the present? And this is a very important question because 
Unfortunately, we live in a day and age of much technology where this is very prevalent and prominent, but it's not something that we should just be okay with. Um, Kristen and I both believe that God calls us to more and has the, through the power of the Holy Spirit can enable us to live in freedom, to not be in bondage to, um, you know, sexual sin. In our book, Sex Purity and the Longings of a Girl's Heart, we really dig deep into why pornography is not in line with biblical manhood or womanhood or sexuality, why it is so problematic, and we give practical steps on how to find freedom. So if you're wondering like, oh, well, I don't know what I would really say, or actually I'm struggling with that, or I don't even know why is this a problem? Like, doesn't every guy struggle with this? Doesn't every girl, you know, look at it every once in a while? Like, no, there is hope. There is freedom. There is God's good design that does not include viewing uh, pornography. And so I encourage you to grab a copy of Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart. Um, you know, there's an audio version. You can get it on our website, girldefined.com, or you can just get it literally wherever books are sold. That will really help to um, just give you a beautiful picture of what God-designed sexuality should look like. Um, so this is a hard question, and I know a lot of couples who, they never talk about it. They literally get married, and they have never talked about this question. And sometimes the longer you're in a relationship, the more awkward it can get to talk about these sorts of things. So I encourage you, as awkward as this might be, as uncomfortable as this might be, it's an important question to ask. And, you know, there are a lot of different opinions about this, but in my opinion, I think if you um, or him, you know, if he answers, yes, that's actually something I'm struggling with, um, I would strongly encourage you to get a wise mentor involved and to really navigate the relationship. Um, I think that taking mm -hmm. a break or breaking up would probably be the best option just so that freedom can be found apart from a romantic relationship. We can't go into all of that right now. We have talked about that. I um, mean, go to our website, just search like pornography on girldefined.com and we have several articles or grab sex purity in the longings of a girl's heart. But this is an important question to discuss. And if there's any revelation of yes, there are struggles in this area, the best advice I can give in like 10 seconds is to involve a wise mentor yes. or someone that you can talk to that is godly that can help you navigate this process. Question number 10 is a little bit of a follow-up on that. What are your views on sexual purity and boundaries in a romantic relationship? And, you know, if he says, no, I've never struggled with porn, or yes, I have, but it was a long time ago. I've been freed. Praise the Lord. Awesome. And then you ask this question, well, what are your views on sexual purity and boundaries in a romantic relationship? This will tell you several things. One, it will just give you the opportunity to hear from him without making assumptions, without trying to dance around and figure it out and, you know, hint or just wonder, like, I wonder what he's thinking. You know, he seems to be making these certain initiatives. I'm not comfortable with it. Or, you know, I just wonder what he's thinking about purity in a relationship. Does he care? Does he value it? You ask him and then give him room to share. And this will give you a lot of information about what he views as important. Does he value sexual purity? Does he view it as something serious that God is calling us to pursue? Is he committed to fleeing sexual immorality? And um, what does that look like for him if he's been in past relationships? How does he see that playing out in your relationship? Has he ever thought about it? Right? Like, does he have specific boundaries, lines where he's like, I do not believe crossing this line would be honoring to God because in scripture I see this? Or is he like, you know, I don't really know. I just think, you know, it's really fun and great. And as we get to know each other, you know, that'll be just a fun part of our relationship, that that physical intimacy. Um, and he's like, you know, yeah, you know, sex is off limits, but anything else is a go. And you're like, okay, tell me more, right? Like it'll just give you insight into what he's thinking, why he's thinking it, and what has informed his view um, on sexual purity and boundaries in a romantic relationship. 
Okay, so that is a wrap. Top 10 questions to ask in a romantic relationship again. It is only the tip of the iceberg. And now I know after asking these 10, you are going to be saying, okay, well, I've asked 10. I know there are 126 more questions I can dig into because of the 136 question guide that we've created. And, you know, if you feel like, yes, this is overwhelming, but I want this. I know this is good. Or if you're like, this doesn't overwhelm me. I need these tracks to run on. I need this, this structure. This is amazing. Or if you're like, I hate this with everything in me, but I know it's good and I'm going to do it anyways. Great. I don't care where you're coming from. Um, I know this will be helpful. It has been so helpful in my dating relationship. And Bethany's like asking these questions is a huge way, really the only way. If you don't ask good questions, how are you going to know anything, right? I mean, this is the only way to get to know the heart, the true heart of this guy, right? And so you can get 136 questions to ask in a romantic relationship, our free download, most popular download to date at, drumroll please, that's our drum roll with our mouth, girldefined.com slash questions. Girldefined.com slash questions. You can download this guide and I encourage you to download it. You can download it on your phone, keep it. You can print it. We have some printable copies. It's like multiple pages long. Um, Actually, it's pretty big. It's like 10 pages long. Really helpful. And this is a great starting place. You can literally, I've seen couples, um, I've recommended this to a lot of young couples in my church that I'm friends with, and they literally will print it out and then like send me a picture like, hey, we're here, you know, on our date and we're working through this section and they'll have like the physical PDF that they printed out. And they're like, this has been so helpful. Thank you, you know, for this free resource. It's been amazing in helping us navigate the dating process and to be more intentional and do things in a more biblical way than just kind of the worldly version of dating, but to dig in and be really proactive in getting to know the heart of another. So go grab a free copy, girldefined.com questions. And if you have not read Love Defined, again, listen to it on audio, grab a copy, get it free from your library. We don't care how you get it. Just get it because understanding God's greater vision and plan for love, dating, romantic relationships, marriage, all of that is going to be so helpful for you as you navigate this in your own life. And then as you also walk alongside your sisters, your friends, your peers, maybe girls that you're mentoring, it will equip you to understand God's design and to be a resource and an encouragement um, and someone who can point others back to God's design as well. We love you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode and episodes like this, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you're listening. We see those reviews. We see your comments and it is so incredibly encouraging to us. So please give us a rating. Please give us a review. And then also, if you know someone who's dating, share this episode. How amazing would this be for someone currently in a dating relationship to get this episode, listen to it, and for it to completely transform their dating relationship and to be such a tool and a help to them. So please share this with any friends in that season that you know it could be a blessing to. We love you guys so much, and we can't wait to talk to you next time.